Welcome to the Nashville Women's Health Podcast. This podcast was created as a way to provide education and connection to the women of Middle Tennessee. My goal is to connect you with local women's health and fitness providers so you know what services are available in your area. I am your host, Amy Bailey. I'm a local women's health physical therapist, yoga instructor, and life coach. Thank you for joining the podcast and being a part of this amazing community. Hey guys, welcome to another edition of the Nashville Women's Health Podcast. This is your host, Amy Bailey, and I have with me Kim Thomas, who I'm excited to bring on today because she is like me, just a serial entrepreneur, and she's so passionate about seeing women in business and seeing women kind of hit their potential. So we don't even have a topic for today. We just kind of wanted to talk about business and Welcome, Kim. Thank you. <laughs> I'm sitting in Kim's um, living room with a glass of wine right now and petting her dog. So this is completely impromptu. <laughs> so Kim, tell us a little bit about your background and kind of what brought you to where you are today. So I got my degree in public relations, which I've always had a proactive mind. I've always loved business. Um, always kind of wanted my own business, but I really never kind of thought I would actually. Um, and so about 10 years ago, I started a business doing photography when my daughter was in my belly. And um, it was just that moment where I just, I couldn't stop thinking about it. I would wake up in the middle of the night and would literally start working on the logo and my website. And I just literally built it from the ground up. And, um, you know, I've done it it's been great as a mom because I've been able to kind of schedule it around my kids schedules and my husband's traveling and yeah so I've done that for 10 years um, and you took your business from California to Tennessee I did. so this is not small scale this is no. big yeah I, you know and when I started building that and I started doing weddings um which I jumped into completely fearful of but the first one pretty much helped me get through that fearful, you know, feeling of all that pressure. And ever since then I became addicted of, you know, capturing love and I love people and stories and families. So that was kind of what kept driving me to keep doing it. And then as I started building that, I was like, I want to do a wedding in Maui or, you know, and take my family with me. And that was kind of a little bit of the mentality in the beginning because I realized, you know, that is truly what helped me um, build my business because wedding photography is not cheap um, for a reason. No. And very expensive. So, um, literally, the year that we started planning the move, I finally got. So, I, I'd been mostly doing weddings in Northern California. So, anywhere from Napa, San Francisco, um, Sacramento, Folsom, Amador, El Dorado Hills, all those surrounding areas in Northern California. And um, and then I got a wedding in Denver with my friend Meredith. And so we went to Denver. I, as we moved here, unpacked within like a couple weeks, I flew to Denver and I did a wedding and it was really fun. It kind of stirred me up again of like wanting to do more of that. So, but then I started working with businesses and nonprofits because they're, are so many here and it's like been so incredible to see all the amazing things people are doing, um, to grow, um, you know, and help raise money for different causes. And so I kind of did a lot of things 
um, sporadically in between families and, you know, I built a little bit of, um, you know, client or not clients, but connections with the wedding venues and some of my work and just kind of started networking in the last few years. So, yeah. And Kim did my photos, my headshots and all the photos for my business, which was so wonderful and helpful for me. And I'm not someone who likes to be in front of the camera. And she put me at ease. I like being on the microphone, not in front of the camera. (laughs) It was really fun. I started doing stuff like that that kind of spurred on a whole nother level of what I wanted my business to evolve to. And I love helping people. And so it was amazing doing that. But Yeah, so you're showing us what it's like to balance a family with building a business too, which is hard. Yes. It's really hard to try to balance both things and still stake your claim in an industry. Yes. Yeah. And weddings have definitely helped me stay alive in an industry per se, because it wasn't always my specialty. I always considered myself a boutique wedding photographer because I really couldn't do more than like at the max was 12 a year because my husband traveled and um, especially moving out to Nashville, I kind of started reconsidering doing weddings, um, although I've done a couple since then. Actually, my first wedding that I got from someone in Nashville, I did it in California, funnily <laughs> enough. <laughs> she found me um, because they were originally from where I'm from, and but they were living in Knoxville, and so it was pretty cool. Um, brought me home. We got to – that was actually right before COVID. Hmm. We got to go to Disneyland on that wedding <laughs> right before it shut down. Oh. So – it's been crazy, but I've had so much support in, on the wedding side um, because of my relationship with a PR company out, out of, um, they're, they're originally based out of Beverly Hills, and she has, Lila Lewis, she has, she's just been an incredible supporter of all things wedding, every person in the industry, she just brings people together, does, a, a, used to do a lot of networking events, which I know she misses, um, and She's just kind of become more of a friend over the years. And so she's kind of helped um, me, my work get published in blogs, national and international blogs. And so that part's been really cool. I always feel like that's like been the sparkle of my business, you know? Yeah. And I think that's a really important part of being an entrepreneur is networking with other entrepreneurs and finding people that are like-minded, but push you to the next level too. For sure. Yes. Be inspired PR. (laughs) which I love their name, has always done that for me because it's kind of been like my home, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, I consider myself definitely a business person, but also an artist. So I truly feel like artists need a home and businesses do too. Um, You know, a marketing team or somebody that's supporting their growth and all that. And so it's always been my anchor to go back to her and, um, you know, what should I do next? Or, you know, she creates a lot of opportunities to get submitted for more press. And she actually was the reason I was, um, I was invited to a, um, have you ever heard the movie, uh, crazy rich Asian? Yes. I haven't seen it, but I've heard of it. So there's a incredible wedding in that movie. It's, I mean, multi-million dollar wedding that they set up just for the movie, just for the movie. And she invited me to that movie premiere in LA. That's so cool. one, One year. Um, so I got to go down there with my sister and it was really neat because it was right before my grandma passed away and she lived in central California. So I got to see her one last time 
before we went. So it was kind of crazy. It was like, I, she was always so proud of my work. Yeah. And, but all my grandparents were, but. No, things come full circle. I fully believe that. Yeah. Yeah. So that is very special memory for me, but yeah. That is awesome. (laughs) One of the things that we, we actually have been chatting for probably an hour before we started (laughs) recording this podcast. Everything we said already. (laughs) But we should have been recording it because it's been dynamite. But let me tell you, one of the things that we talked about was just, um, our roles as women and how we're paving the way in entrepreneurship and how we're different than men. Like what, what did we talk about, Kim? What can you remember about that conversation? Cause I thought it was really powerful. <laughs> I'll try to remember. So my biggest thing being a photographer, well, I honestly was inspired to do it because my, my, my dad's always loved photos and I always grew up stealing the camera from him and literally taught myself. Um, you know, I, I'm that cliche person that is, probably been holding a camera since I was like seven. Um, didn't know what a DSLR was, but we did have an SLR camera and they weren't, I guess they didn't exist then. So, right. um, <laughs> thank goodness. Cause I don't think I could have ever done a wedding with an SLR, but I always wanted to maybe one day. Um, but my dad always loved, he's kind of an artist at heart and always has a different hobby. And so I kind of picked up that from him Um, but I really never thought about the fact that it was just something men do or women do, you know, it's just like some people love photography, some people love music, some people love cooking. I love a lot of things, but, um, but yeah, I kind of started, you know, getting into it more and I kind of started realizing, okay, my competition definitely is a few stellar photographers in Northern California. Like at the time when I first started doing it, one in particular named Charlton Churchill, so inspired by him always. Um, he, he's grown tremendously and like, you should look him up if you haven't already. Um, but he does, um, adventure weddings cause Ooh. he's a rock climber and like, he just kind of got into that cause he's like, I'm going to do this with couples and crazily enough with cameras with me. Um, but he just has a really cool stories that come from those weddings. And you know, I just, I love that part of it too. But, um, he obviously is way far ahead of me, probably always will be. Um, he supports his amazing family with, he's got three girls and a wife and, um, but yeah, he's, he, you know, there was a lot of other female photographers as well. There's always competition, but I just, I tried not to look at it like if I was taking a place of another photographer, whether it was a male or female, it's just a matter of they liked my work better or you know, and I think we talked about, you know, like in the corporate world, there's only 1% of, or 1% of people that are high up are. And the fortune 500, it's like 1% that are females. females, Yeah. yeah. And so, um, you know, but I always thought that not trying to do what a, what a man does necessarily or do it better or whatever, but do it well. But as a female, I always try to do it with grace and, you know, compete with myself. That's, yeah. I've always tried to be better than I was yesterday with a lot of things, but definitely photography. And yeah. I, lately I've kind of been kicking myself for not, I just got a new camera. So I'm hoping to grow a little bit. Is it a Nikon? It is, <laughs> but it's um, a better one than I've Ooh. ever had. And so I'm excited to do more. I, my goal this year is to kind of like focus more on my editing skills mm-hmm. um, because things have kind of shifted a little bit, which we talked about earlier, but I have been lacking more photos of my girls 
And so I kind of purposely got that to take more photos of them this year and capture their joy like I try to. It's not always girls. They're sisters. They fight. So Yes. <laughs> I know all about that with my three girls. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I covered exactly what we talked about, but yeah. do you have anything to add? <laughs> well, I think the big thing that we talked about was just how women – sometimes fail this competition with men that we have to replace them in order to be successful. And we can actually create new positions that are women filled and it doesn't have to be a replacement of a man filled. Yes. Creating our own space with our own unique talents. And I love how you say grace. Um, But yeah, like there's plenty of room at the table for all of us and Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be that we have to kick a man out to, to have our space, but that women definitely deserve um, space at the table and to be entrepreneurs and Mm. and we're juggling a whole lot (laughs) by doing that yes but there's some women who just are entrepreneurs at heart and you and I we've had Kim and I have sat down at the table multiple times (laughs) and had this conversation every time each other every time we sit down we both have new dreams what business do you want to start now it's so funny because we are always dreaming and creating and that's what I love and I wanted to bring Kim on because she you also started just talking about dreaming and creating you started a um gosh I don't know how to say this but um a program for women to teach them how to do their own photography? Yeah, I started a, I called it the Hope and Light Workshop. And I, yes. my, actually Lila was someone who I um, had a session with her and she was, you know, so amazing. Definitely gave me way more time than I paid for. <laughs> um, but it, it really set me in the right direction because that's kind of always been my mission just in life. And I just, I want to, I want people to see joy and have hope, you know, and, and seeing families connecting. And there's a lot of photographers that take portraits and I just, I have fallen into quite a few sessions that, um, they, they, they hire me, but I don't know if they truly see what I am trying to capture, which is totally understandable. Not everyone can see Mm -hmm. your vision, but, um, it's just not my style. So I love capturing connection and, I think it's the most important thing in life. And so that's kind of what I was focused on. And I wanted, I wanted other, especially during COVID, it kind of gave me that idea because I've been wanting to create something that I can put out there to help other people. Um, There's others that I've kind of followed um, over the years that kind of are doing a little bit similar things that I've done, but I won't name them because <laughs> um, no, they're not my competition necessarily because I have a different style, but I, um, but yeah, I, w- I wanted to give somebody a tool. I know that a lot of people during COVID were even doubting their industry and yes. wanting to change industries. I actually had a few people reach out to me asking me about photography and I have over the years, multiple times, like we ever teach a class. And so I finally decided to put it out there and I got a lot of response. Um, and so I've been building that and trying to figure out what I'm going to do with that fully. Cause I do kind of want to bring it to some sort of different angle, whether it's a nonprofit or I'd love to teach, you know, kids a trade or something mm-hmm. that know nothing. They don't have, um, you know, an education in anything else, or it's, it's just a beautiful tool that, you know, whether it's even just healing. Cause I do think sometimes people just use photography as a healing tool and yeah. you can probably speak to that, <laughs> um, being a healer yourself. But I think that's important because you, 
when you love doing something, you want to teach others how to do it mm -hmm. too. Yeah. 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 And I like how you kind of just going back to kind of the entrepreneur spin on here, you were saying that other people have done things like this, but mine's different. They're not my competition. Mm -hmm. There's so much scarcity mm -hmm. in the world, especially when we are building our own brand and creating yeah. something. And just because someone else has it doesn't mean we can't create it. It's yeah. going to be completely different because it's, it's yeah. our unique self creating yes. it, you know? For sure. And yeah. I think that's the hard part about entrepreneurism. We get scared because we think, oh, it's already been done. Well, we naturally compare ourselves to other people. Mm -hmm. And I've always taught my girls, like, you know, don't compare yourself to anyone else because nobody's like you and all those things. And mm -hmm. it's, it's hard, though, especially as a female. I think females do it way more than males. Oh, yeah. But males do it, too, and they struggle with that. And But I think girls definitely have a hard time, and I just... I think really young, I suffered a little bit from like doing that too much and perfectionism. And at one point I decided I had to let it go. So yeah, and photography honestly helped me because I, becoming a mom was hard and, um, the most rewarding thing in the world, but it was, a, it's always a struggle too. You know, I'm a new, a whole new person. Um, and so I think photography kind of helped me through some of those blues or whatever that you sometimes can have during after you have a child. Sure. So, um, it gave me something to look forward to every day. So, but yeah, I think that is definitely a problem. People focus too much on what other people are doing. Mm -hmm. Don't focus on themselves. Yeah. And you've kind of had a mind shift and you said one thing you like to do is network with other professionals or shoot photography with other people who are confident mm -hmm. in what they do. And that's, yeah. that's a huge step for an entrepreneur is to get to that confidence level. But then once you get there, you want to be with other like-minded people who yes. are there. Yeah. Yes. And yeah, and there's some photographers that do create workshops. So like, I've always watched that and admired that. And that's kind of what I would love to do with it. Like, I'd love to help moms. Um, like a few, maybe five or six years ago, I kind of had that bug in me and I wanted other moms to realize they could do what I did and you know, earn a little bit of money doing it. And so I think it's something that eventually I will try to do, but there's a other, there are other companies that have done similar things, but again, trying to have my own approach. Yes. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you've talked about other multiple businesses. We've talked fashion design. You have something new up your sleeve. Can you, can you share or maybe a teaser about it's your a, new? It's definitely aligned with what I have totally believe in. It's everything I believe in. Um, and it's definitely something that is is not necessarily forgoing my photography, but yeah. it's something that I feel like is a way I can serve my community. And, um, you know, so yeah, I was really excited to um, take it on, and I will be bringing a luxury lifestyle magazine to Mount Juliet. No so I'll be, um, you know, definitely working with, local businesses and sharing their stories. And, um, yeah, I'm really excited to bring it to Mount Juliet. It's something that Franklin and Brentwood have, and it's definitely a must in this town that's growing exponentially. Oh my goodness. So, We're growing so fast. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a way I can utilize my tools, but also I thought about the fact that, um, you know, I'll be, I'll have writers and photographers that I'll use for stories, but, I would love to coach someone to do photography and they become my photographer, you know? So mm -hmm. I, I'm trying to encompass everything I've ever done and keep it full circle. 
Um, so try not to sound too crazy because it all goes together. Yeah, no. But it, we'll see how it pans out. I think it blends beautifully, me just knowing you personally Thank and how you. creative you are. <laughs> like, I think it's a perfect fit for you. And I think it's a huge need in Mount Juliet right now because we are growing so fast. Yeah. And that is a way to keep things local. Thank you. I yeah. appreciate that. Because, yes, local, I just truly feel, is the new black. I love that. <laughs> I'm sure somebody else has said this before, but I haven't heard that. I really have always felt that way, especially lately. I think yes. This community alone is just crazy how, I mean, watching people buy from each other all the time, and it's really cool. I mean, this neighborhood alone could be probably self-sufficient, but, um, you know, I do believe in keeping money in your community, and that's mm-hmm. what it does, essentially. Because there's, you know, I'm guilty of it, too. I would go to different towns sometimes for other things, which I still will do because I'm loyal to my people. But, um, but yeah, keeping things local is definitely in a mindset, so. Well, and especially when you see that it's a small business and you're supporting a kid's gymnastics class yeah. or, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. So what advice would you have for maybe a new entrepreneur, somebody who's maybe hasn't made the leap yet or they have a dream, but just do it. Just do it. (laughs) I shouldn't say that, but um, it really is true. That's what my husband says all the time. (laughs) He's also an entrepreneur. And I think, yeah, let's bring that up because both um, of us, we're entrepreneurs and our husbands are both, you know, self-employed as well. (laughs) Yeah. So we're all struggling this like uncharted territory. Yeah. Well, and I think, yeah, he is so driven and always has been, um, he works in the music industry and he's kind of, kind of the same thing. All the things he's done has been kind of full circle in that unit. So he runs an agency out of California, um, family business, and I 100%, 120% support family businesses. So I've always been there to just help. And that's kind of been my, you know, supporting the agency. But in the meantime, you know, he also started a management company. And so, you know, obviously being here now, I help as a wife and do all the things and you know, it's been really special to do that together. Um, but he, he, um, is doing really well right now and he's trying to stay above the water like everybody else, but he's so passionate about it. And so that's another thing, like just not giving up. That's one thing I would say is it can seem so scary when like, obviously no money's coming in. Go get a job, but, like, just don't give up on your dream. Go get something, but at night, stay awake and do the things. Like, and I know that's not as easy for some people, easier said than done, but um, if it doesn't keep you awake at night, like, cliche again, then why are you doing it? Mm -hmm. Um, Because everything I've ever done has always kept me awake. Even this magazine, I took a month and a half to decide to pull that trigger and go for it. Um... I love the company, like Lifestyle Publications is, there's like a hundred across the country, um, they so support family, they're all amazing people, um, and, um, but yeah, I just would say, don't give up, and reach out to people like you, who are entrepreneurs, and, you know, I think right now, more than ever, people are kind of reorganizing their circles, Yeah. Um, for that reason, because I think we're seeing more and more who aligns with us. And I think that's kind of a godly thing, you know, Yeah. that's for a reason. So I think, you know, we all have the same vision to a degree. Like we all want to be happy, but, um, but yeah, I think again, if it keeps you up at night, 
do it and go after it and find little ways to, to save. Like basically with my photography business, I did it small, little small things at a time. You know, I started building my portfolio just for free. I would take pictures of my friends um, and I never stopped. I just consistently would offer that like while we're doing play dates and, um, you know, and then I started getting asked like how much you charge. And so I started doing that and you don't have to have a degree in something that like that, like especially in art, I actually yeah. kind of not to discount education on photography or any of those things. It's amazing, but you know, definitely you don't have to have that to do it. Yeah. You have to have education to do what you do. Though. You have to have a license to do what I do. You do have to have a business license. And I have insurance. And, so. and insurance. You've got to yeah. cover yourself completely. Yeah. Kim's family just walked in the door, so they're going to be part of this recording. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Kim probably took the smarter path than I did. I quit my job cold turkey and um, started my business, which is not good advice. I don't, no, I don't recommend you loved it. And you just went for it. Yeah. And your husband supported you. Yes, yes. Well, thank you so much for your time, Kim. And I will post all of her information in our show notes with her website and everything if anybody's interested in reaching out to Kim. Any famous last words for our listeners? Just do what you love. Do what you love. That's great advice. All right, y'all. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.